welcome to the Service Industry Podcast. Here, you'll learn ways to grow and scale your business, marketing strategies, and a step-by-step plan from people who have done what you're trying to do. You deserve success and freedom of your time. Now, here's your host, Matt Smith. What's going on, guys? Matt here from the Service Industry Podcast. Hope you're doing well. Man, if you're in Michigan, probably in the Midwest, but I know I talk about the weather like almost always in the beginning of the show, but it's just because I'm really affected by the weather. But man, Michigan has finally taken a turn. Summer's here. Feels freaking good. Uh, Rode uh, motorcycle into the office this morning uh, to do this podcast. So that was kind of fun. And life's just good, man. So I hope you guys are doing well. And today I'm talking about uh, something that I believe um, holds people back from achieving what they want to achieve. And I think this is going to be a really good thing for everybody because I think what I'm going to talk about, you're going to be able to say, yeah, I do that in a certain area of your life. Um, Maybe not in all areas, but a certain area and and me included. And that's why I'm talking about it because uh, sometimes I talk about things to try to hold myself accountable, right? And so now, if you're a new listener, I want to say welcome to the show. This podcast is a podcast for home service business providers. So if you own a home service company, you have found the right podcast. Uh, we're all about helping you grow and scale a more systemized home service company so you can make more money and have more freedom of your time. Uh, my name is Matt Smith. I own a home service company here in Michigan with a bunch of employees. And I also own a handful of other businesses. Uh, one of them that directly relates to the show is Service Industry Marketer, where we help home service companies all over the world, Australia, United States, everywhere, literally, uh, with print marketing, Google AdWord management, and Facebook ad management. So if you're new, welcome. I'm glad to have you here. It means a lot. If you are a return guest, man, welcome back. So hey, just a quick uh, little housekeeping announcement. Um, I am scheduled to be speaking at the huge convention in Missouri in August. Uh, If you guys do not know what that is, if you're a cleaning company, a pressure cleaning, window cleaning company, um, that is put on by Window Cleaning Resource. And it is a multi-day convention uh, where they bring in speakers and they bring in vendors. There's a bunch of uh, vendors, equipment vendors, marketing vendors. Our company is going to have a pop-up there. Um, And so if you're going to be there, come say hi to Mitch and I. Uh, We will be hanging out there and I will also be speaking uh, at one of the breakout sessions um, about marketing. So if you're going to be there, uh, make sure you say hi. We'd love to see you and meet you in person. Um, Also, If you are a return guest, as always, do us a favor. Our reviews are growing, but we want them to grow more. We're trying to get to 100 iTunes reviews. So if you're an iTunes listener and you have not left a review yet, do us a favor. We don't ask for anything else. We don't run ads on here. We make $0 off this podcast. We literally do it just to bring guys value. And so the one thing we ask, well, two things we ask in return is one, you would leave us a review if you listen to this on iTunes and two, that you would share this on social media. Uh, there's a few of you out there that have begun to share our episodes uh, that really hit home with you on social media, whether it's on your personal page or in a Facebook group that you're in. Um, and it really helps the podcast grow. It really helps us reach more people so we can help more people. So please be a part of that. And if this podcast has helped you at all, share it out because it will help somebody else. Okay. So do that for me. It would mean a lot. 
So today I'm talking about why a lot of us, myself included, don't achieve the things we want to achieve. And I've talked about this briefly in the past, but I actually heard somebody speaking on it not too long ago, and it really drove it home for me. And you know, the more I'm in business and the longer I'm in business, I realize how much business is actually a mental game. Like I used to always kind of feel like you hear people talk about like being mentally tough or mentally strong uh, in the business or entrepreneurial world. And I always kind of was like, yeah, that's just kind of a load of crap. Like that's, that's whatever. But the reality is like the older I get, the longer I've been in it. And when I'm able to look back on my journey so far and look at everything I've been through, the things that we've accomplished, right? I look back at the hard times and I say, man, the only way I ever got through that was by being mentally strong. And so I've realized that business really requires you to be mentally tough. Now, with that said, that is not the only reason why people do not achieve things. Okay. And so the other day I heard somebody talking and um, they were saying, you know, one of the main reasons why people do not achieve what they want is because they've broken commitments to themselves too many times. And when I first thought about that, I'm like, "Eh, it doesn't really even make sense. But as they kept going on and on, I started to think in my life and, and break it down. And what they were saying was when somebody has a goal and they didn't hit it, they backslided, they, they, they didn't, you know, whether it's a business goal, a, 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 a weight loss goal, a a relationship goal, and it didn't work. They didn't achieve it. They backslid to where they started or even worse. You can always go back and pinpoint why it didn't work. And what they were saying was, long story short, is it's because we break commitments to ourselves. And so what we do is, right, well, let's just say for a fitness goal, I set a fitness goal for myself, and this is my weak point. Like, that's why I'm talking about fitness right now, because, man, like, I'm not in bad shape, but I am not in great shape, right? Like you look at me, you're not going to be like, oh, that dude's obese. But you know, if I have my shirt off on the boat, you're also not going to say, oh, that dude's ripped, right? And so fitness for me has always been a struggle. Why? Because I, to be honest, I just don't really enjoy it. It's not something I enjoy. I go to the gym, I lift weights, I run, I suffer through it. It sucks. I don't really like doing it anyway. And it's just too easy for me not to go, right? Same with eating well. It is way too easy to eat bad. And I'm very, very busy. And so for me to really sit down and meal prep for a couple hours on a Sunday is like gut-wrenching. Like I, I just hate doing it because it feels like such a waste of time. Now, I know it is not a waste of time. If anything, it's probably one of the most important things I could do for myself because health is wealth, right? But I it's my weak point. And so for me, right, and you can track this back you and, and put yourself in this scenario with whatever it is that you're bad at, right? But for me, I let's say it's New Year's or February. I, I set a fitness and an eating well goal and I make it live. I tell people about it. Dude, this is what I'm doing. I'm sticking to the gym. I'm going to the gym this year and I'm going five days a week and I am freaking committing. I'm done being out of shape. Like I'm not doing this anymore. I'm getting healthy. And then, you know, I go for two months, maybe three months, five days a week. And here's what happens. I get busy one day. Let's say it's a Thursday and I get busy one day and I'm at work and I'm like, freaking A, man, I'm driving home at six o'clock. I still haven't been to the gym today and 
if I go to the gym, I'm not going to get home till 8 or 8.30 and I'm not going to see my kid. She's probably going to just be going to bed and ah, I feel bad doing that. And All right, I'm just going to skip today, but I'm going to start back up tomorrow. Like It's just one day. I've gone five days a week for three months straight. It's fine. No big deal, right? Boom. Here's the problem. I committed to myself that no matter what, I was going to the gym for five days a week, period. No excuses, not, hey, Matt, you got out of work late, none of that. But this one time, I broke that commitment to myself. I broke that promise to myself. So what happens next? So the next day goes by and I work late again, coming home at 6.30 this time. I'm like, oh, gosh, I missed the gym yesterday. Uh, I'm really not going to see my kid tonight because I'm, I'm already 45 minutes past yesterday. All right. One more day of missing the gym. I'm not happy about it. I know I should be going, but it's fine. It's just two days out of the last three months, whatever. And before you know it, you've broken this commitment to yourself. And here's what happens, right? Then you start to backslide. Maybe you go the next day, but then you skip another day and you get used to skipping and you start to justify why. And, and before you know it, you're not going to the gym at all anymore, right? I'm talking because this is what I do in my fitness world. Now, in the in the business world, with my companies, I have no issue with this. And I think it's because I hold it to a higher standard. But for me, getting in shape and eating well, this is where I struggle. And so I broadcasted my goal to people, telling them this is what I'm going to do. And I held myself accountable for two or three months because, you know, I'm not going to let people down. I'm not going to show that. I'm not going to quit on something. But before you know it, I did. And so what happens next? The next time I say, hey, I'm going to get in shape. I'm freaking done, right? Let's say that was January, February. This time it's August, September. Okay, five days a week, meal prep on Sundays. You're not missing a freaking day. You're not doing that again, right? And boom, not another two or three months go by. But here's the difference. This time I tell nobody. Why do I tell nobody? Because I don't want them to know that I failed the last time. And if they do know I failed last time, I don't want them to know that there's a good chance I'm failing again. I don't want them to know that, hey, this is what I'm doing. Why? Because I know from past experience, there's a great chance I'm not going to follow through with it. And why would I tell somebody a goal if I know from past experience, I'm not going to follow through? And so you get this endless cycle over and over and over. And before you know it, you lose your confidence in yourself, right? You lose your confidence in yourself because you failed yourself so many different times. Now, let's apply this to a different thing. For me, it's fitness. Let's apply this, let's just say for you, for business. You know, let's say you're an early on company. You can't afford to mail direct mail, but you have more than enough time to put postcards out by hand. And you say, listen, from 11 to one o'clock, Monday through Friday, I'm postcarding. I'm getting as many postcards out from 11 to one, Monday through Friday, and I'm doing it my entire season and I'm gonna see what happens. And then you do that for a month, six weeks, right? And then you get into summer and it's hot and you're sweating and it sucks. And you're like, oh, all right, I'm going to dial this back a little bit, man. This is brutal. Like I am just so tired of putting out postcards. I'm 
tired of it. It's not fun. It sucks. And what do you do? You break that commitment to yourself, right? And so then before you know it, you've fallen apart altogether. And now you're going through June, July, you get to August and August sucks, man. You have no phone calls. The phone's not ringing. You're slow. And you track it back and you say, well, yeah, I'm slow. I stopped postcarding. I've got to start postcarding again. I've got to do this. All right, five days a week, 11 to one, here we go. But this time you don't tell anyone because you know that the past has told you over and over again that you're going to fail eventually at this. Why? Because it always happens. And so I'm a big believer that the reason many of us don't achieve what we want to achieve is because we have not been able to hold ourselves accountable and force ourselves to do the things we don't want to do over and over and over, right? I'm never going to be in shape until I can hold myself accountable and stand up and actually make myself go to the gym regardless of what's going on in my life, regardless if I get out of work at eight o'clock or if I get out of work at three o'clock. It doesn't matter. But I don't have that confidence because past tells that something always convinces me to quit. For you, maybe, past tells that something always convinces you to quit putting out the postcards, to quit calling the commercial companies, to try to land commercial bids. You always find a reason, and before you know it, you've lost your confidence in yourself. So here's how you build the confidence in yourself, right? And this is what they said. They said, the way to build confidence in yourself when you have lost it is to do little things at a time. So what does that mean? It means committing to yourself to a small goal for a small period of time. That could be something as simple as, hey, for the next two weeks, I'm eating breakfast healthy. That's it. Not going to worry about my other meals, but breakfast, I am going to eat healthy for the next two weeks pretty easy goal. And then you hit that two weeks and you've achieved that goal. Boom. Little tiny confidence booster, right? You held yourself accountable and you fulfilled the goal. Good. Next, do it again. Do it again. Start to build yourself up. Okay. For the next two weeks, I'm putting out postcards for only a half hour a day. For the next two weeks, I'm committing myself to make sure I put five rounds after every single job, not going to skip the last job of the day because I want to get home. I'm putting that door hanger on those closest five houses, every single job for the next two weeks. Two weeks goes by, you hit it. Boom, little confidence booster. I want you guys to start setting little goals like this and achieving them. And you're going to be shocked at how you begin to start to think how your confidence begins to grow. Some of you don't even know that you don't believe in yourself, but the reality is, is the reason you're always failing on your goals is because you don't have confidence in yourself because of past failures. There's two types of people. There's people that dwell in their past failures and they never get anywhere because of them. They let them hold them down. Failures from years ago, right? Tie these people to the floor and they're suffocated. And then there's people that are willing to go, yeah, I freaking messed up, but I'm going to make it right. And I'm telling you guys, setting small goals like this 
in achieving them over and over and then begin to ramp it up a little bit. Achieve those goals. Ramp it up a little bit. Achieve those goals. Now you're going from a one-week goal to a three-week goal to a six-week goal and you're hitting them and your confidence is high and your business is busy or your life, your relationships are better, you're feeling healthier, whatever it is. And before you know it, Man, you're freaking rocking and rolling. You're achieving things you never thought you could achieve. And so I wanted to give you that today because I talk to people every single day. You guys, we print hundreds of thousands of postcards every single month for clients all over the country. We talk to a lot of people every single month that are mailing postcards, that are handing postcards out by hand, they're handing out door hangers, and I hear it over and over again. Yeah, life got busy. Yeah, something came up and I couldn't I, I couldn't keep postcarding or I mean, it was too time-consuming or whatever. Just a bunch of excuses, right? That's all they are is excuses. So are you going to be the person that makes the excuse and lives in that excuse trying to make yourself feel better because you failed at what you were trying to do? Or are you going to be the person that owns up to it and say, yeah, I freaking screwed up. Yeah, life got busy. No, that is not a good excuse to why I did not follow through. Let's freaking go. That's it. There's only two people. And I believe most of you guys are the second person that are willing to own up to what you've done and to what you failed at. And now let's go freaking conquer it, right? Because that's what we are as entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs do not let the past hold them down. Not real ones, at least. If you are an entrepreneur, you know what it feels like to get beat up and have to stand back up and keep pushing. And so I'm just here to motivate you guys. I want you to keep pushing, set tiny little goals, begin to achieve them. Small goals. I mean, goals so small, they almost feel stupid. You got to start somewhere. I want you to achieve them. Boom. Ramp up a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit. Before you guys know it, you're going to look back and go, wow, look at everything I'm doing. And your confidence will be back. So I love you guys. I will see you on the next episode take care. This episode of the service industry podcast has ended, but be sure to check out our other episodes. Please subscribe to the podcast if it has brought you any value. And as always, don't forget to rate and review the show. Does your home service business need help getting new customers? Matt's company, Service Industry Marketer can help. Service Industry Marketer specializes in print marketing, Google AdWords management, and Facebook ad management. Visit serviceindustrymarketer.com for more information. See you in the next episode.